Welcome to The Rant. I'm your host, Herman James, and on today's episode, I'll be talking about the holiday travel. First, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and sharing and subscribing to this podcast. Without you guys, I wouldn't be able to be doing this and having fun while doing it and sharing my point of views and my commentary and satire with the world. I also want to thank the reviews I've been getting on iTunes. Uh, I've got quite a few of them, actually. Uh, Nice to have a 5.0 solid rating. Uh, The most recent one we got in from Tim O'Brien with Herman will talk about everyday things like fixing a toilet, but in the process, his commentary on the way we all think and act is very perceptive and, of course, funny. He has a nice style. Feels like you're sitting in the room passing time with your buddy. Love this podcast. Thanks, Tim. I really appreciate the review. I want to thank everyone that has left reviews and to our growing market. Apparently, we're becoming big in Bangladesh, so big that it is my third biggest market right below the u.s france and right above the tire for the uk and germany i got some friends in australia i know listen to me and of course i'm getting some plays in venezuela and that's got to be from dan backpack baron make sure you check out dan at the winfornews.com he's got great political commentary and he is actually going to be running for president uh coming up here pretty soon gonna try to uh unseat uh trump and if anyone doesn't know what i'm thinking then you should because he needs to be unseated and imprisoned we're not gonna say prison like he says throw hillary in prison we're gonna say it because he's a fucking bastard he's an asshole my point of view my show thumbs up to me now on today's episode i want to talk about holiday travel it doesn't really matter if it's for Thanksgiving or if it's for Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year, Easter, you know, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, whatever it might be. There's always travel that you got to go see your family or friends or sometimes your friends are your family, just like me. And uh, there's quite an onslaught of issues you've got to deal with in order to just be able to have the time to be able to do it. Uh, before I get started... I want to uh, let you know what we have on this podcast today for our beverages. Uh, Today, I've got the Beautiful Things. It's a West Coast IPA. This one's from Burning Barrel here in Sacramento. It is a little bit more hoppy than I would typically like. A little more of the bitter, too. I'm not a bitters fan. I'm not a hipster, so it's not my thing. But this actually is a nice light version of it. So check these guys out, Burning Barrel. Uh, I'm sure they have a website here. Uh, yep, they do, burningbarrelco.com. So check those guys out. They're also going to be on the Twitter sphere at Burning Barrel Brew Co. Uh, check those guys out. Good local beer to have around. They switch it out on a regular basis. And with it being about a mile and a half, two miles from our recording area, it's nice to be able to kind of go over there and pick things up. So, like I said, when it comes to holiday travel, when you have a regular job, you're not self-employed, even if you are self-employed, even sometimes that's harder. But for most of the folks that are going to be publicly employed by other companies and have bosses and some have subordinates and everything else that goes along with it, it's a planning process and it's a procedure that you have to deal with on a regular basis. If you're hourly employee, it even gets harder. I remember working in the hospitality and restaurant industry and you almost had to 
schedule and request. I mean, you request days off because hourly employees aren't getting PTO. You don't work, excuse me, you don't get paid if you don't go to work. So you taking time off was actually hurting you because everyone else wanted time off. So if you worked, even if the money was minimal, you're still making it because if you didn't go to work, it wasn't like you're getting paid time off to not be there. So you were scheduling your days years in advance, not even know if you can still work there when you left or when the holiday came up, excuse me, but you had to play the game and see if you can get those days off because the closer you waited to the day, there was no way you were getting those days off. And now working in a corporate and a grown-up world and what people call real jobs and fuck you guys that have never worked in the restaurant or hospitality industry because you don't understand the pressure and the uncanny abilities to do things that you don't normally have to do, how to carry certain things that way more than most things would normally do on just a few fingers and remembering everything and testing constantly and then getting belittled by the general public on a regular basis and them not understanding that you make more than they do. I know servers that make six figures and they work maybe five hours a day, five days a week, maybe. Meanwhile, the majority of the world is going to be sitting in a cubicle and working 40 plus hours a week and not make nearly as much as these guys in restaurants and bars and catering companies do. And they're happier. Yeah, they work harder for a shorter amount of time, but they have the rest of the time off. The downside is they're working holidays, nights, and weekends. And that's where this game comes into play. If you have a job where you're in an office or you are required to put in a PTO request, which I find fucking stupid, then you're still playing that game because you have office politics. Now, you put in that request three months ago for Christmas way ahead of time, but Susie has been working for the company 10 years longer than you have, so her request that just came in This week for next week's holiday trumps your three-month-old approved request because Susie's been here longer. Fucked up. Workplace politics. You have to pick and choose when you can take your PTO. You have to jostle your PTO request with other people's PTO requests and see if your supervisor, who typically is just an asshole anyway, or has a small man complex, and I use man as a general thing, your supervisor can still be a woman, it's just a person, and I don't do this cis and trans and non-sexual whatevers, this is what it is, your supervisor is small man complex and a god complex, and now it's their first time of control, and they take shit way, way out of proportion, and now, You're penalized for thinking ahead. It is a pain in the ass and it's fucked up to deal with. It's not fun. And then you get pissed off because your request gets denied, even though it was approved months beforehand, weeks beforehand, and you've already set up plans, but because someone didn't think as far ahead as you did, now they get to trump your shit and it's bullshit. And there's no, oh, we'll get you next time around. That's 365 days later, that does not make up for the missed memories and the missed shit going on right now, today, and this year. That's not okay. And it's also not okay to be 
child shamed. I've said this phrase before. I know it's not a main thing out there for most people. And I've said it numerous times in public and people look down upon me for saying it. But being a non-parent doesn't make you less important or your time less vital to you or important to you than it does for people that have kids. That being said, I understand people that have children want to spend time with their children because they don't want to wreck their children's lives and memories and this and that and the other thing. And that's why when I was in college and working in restaurants and hospitality, I opted to take the holiday shifts, the Mother's Days, the Thanksgivings, the Christmas Eves to be able to give back to those folks in my industry that helped me when I needed it. And now I could help them because I didn't have any reason to get out of town, to fly home, to do what I had to do. I didn't have kids and it wasn't important for me to make memories for those children that were going to be lasting. Now, I feel that at this point in life, for me, for all the good I've done for other coworkers, that karma should have come back full circle and full swing and treated me well when it comes to corporate America. And when I want to have some time off, I don't get shamed by the other coworkers and supervisors and those with children saying, well, you don't have kids. You don't know what it's like to need to be home. Well, fuck you. I work harder than you. Why? Because I don't have kids. I don't have to sit there all day answering phone calls, taking me away from my job to do my kids shit, wipe my kids' asses, make sure my kids are not homesick alone. I understand that's an entirely different world. It takes an entirely different person to be a good parent. Anyone can have a fucking child. It is a hard job to be a parent. But you know what's even harder? To be the person that sits next to you to get shamed and shit on because you had a kid and you're having responsibilities you have to deal with that don't pertain to me. And now I have to deal with your shit because you can't deal with your shit and I'm penalized for it. I don't get the child shaming. I don't get that bullshit excuse of, well, you don't know what it's like to have children. Well, you know what? You don't know what it's like to be this age without children. So turnabout's fair play. Those who have a life, have things to do, have plans to be somewhere because we don't want to let other people down doesn't make our life or our requirements any less important or more important than yours. They're differently important or equal to. So fuck off, all you people that want to talk about your children supersede my wants and needs and urges and those who don't have children don't understand what you're doing. Fuck you. You can't say that because you're not the single person They are the single person without a kid or the married person without a kid at your particular age right now. You don't know what it's like to be that person. So what makes you better than anybody else? You're not. We're all fucking equal. We're all the same. We're all a bunch of fucking assholes and we're all equally shitty. Some are less shitty, which makes them appear to be nicer and better people, but we all have some shitty things we do in life and I think it's just one big mush pot. You can say everyone's good or everyone's bad. However you want to go for it. We're all fucking equal. That, that's what it comes down to. You're not better or worse, but those who outthink others and have that intelligent and nicety for intelligence, excuse me, and nicety to be able to do that, that should be rewarded. Now, those fucks that request the same day off for the past seven years, that's an asshole move. One year. You get it one year. 
if it's like a only one person can have this day off or 10 people or whatever, then you rotate that shit off. I understand that. You don't give me a dickhead and take all of me fucked hards. But then again, if you're the asshole that shows up late, calls in sick, no call, no shows, leaves early, doesn't do your job, underdoes your job, fuck you. You have no say and you get what's coming to you. And this part of the podcast is brought to you by Elf on Your Christmas Tree, the holiday-themed escort service that'll take you out on your depressing, lonely holidays by yourself. Pour some eggnog down your chest. They'll drink it off. Pour some eggnog down their chest. You can lick it off. Do whatever you want to do, but make sure that it was consensual. Because prostitution is illegal in most states, except for Nevada. Elf on the Christmas Tree. Do what you want to do, be what you want to be. Don't be depressed and come home alone. So now, let's say you've got approved for your PTO, you've got your request in, and it's been approved, and you're now working on getting things ready to get out of your house, get to the airport, get to the train stop, get to pack your car up in order to go to see whomever you want to see. How do you choose? How do you, how do you make that decision? Where is the underlying urge or want or requirement coming from? Is it that your family is close by so they are forcing you to be there? Do you really want to be there? Do you actually miss them and want to be near your family for the holiday? Are they too far away so you can't go to see them? So you're going to a friend's giving or you're going to a friend's Christmas or are you married or in a relationship? Do you have to juggle between your family, the in-laws family? Do you hate the in-laws family? Do you hate your family? Is it vice versa? How do you make the decision and how do you appease everyone? Now you've got the time off. You have to fucking roll the dice and see what you're going to go with. Because if you have numerous options, you're going to piss someone off and welcome to my world. I do it every year. So this is another heartache that comes with holiday travel. How do you satisfy everyone at the same time for everything? You can't. It's not going to be able to be done. I sit in my office and I overhear coworkers talking about how he wants to spend more time with his family, but his significant other wants to spend more time with her family. And how do you choose? How do you decide who is right and wrong in the situation? If you choose your family then she's going to feel bad and her family's going to feel bad and she'll have to smooth it over with her family because they all want to like each other and they want to like you and they want to make things okay. But then that's all fine and dandy. But if you choose her family, then your family's going to get pissed off. Then you have to smooth it over with your family, tell your family now their family is not better or worse or equal or different, but there's commute times and travels and this and that, that and this. It's a fucking exhausting experience and you have to, prep yourself and prep each other for these conversations and for these interactions that you're going to have because they're inevitable. It's going to happen. And it's a bitch. That's why I like booze during the holiday. It makes you and your family more tolerable in a time that's miserable. I don't know. It sounds like Shatner wasn't meant to. Shit. But it's true. You're going to have to prep up 
And if you do it on a regular basis, then you know what to expect. And even if you try to alternate holidays from family to family, family to friends, in-laws to bloodline, it's going to get fucked up. And people are going to be pissed off. They're going to get angry at you and upset with you. And then you're going to get upset and angry. And then it's going to happen again in the next few months and the next holiday comes up and you've got to get people together. And it's a bitch. And then if one of your relatives has a child, then they say, well, we're not going to travel with a baby. You know how much work this? No, bitch, I don't. I don't have a kid, but I got a dog. I can kind of understand. Well, dogs aren't children. Fuck you, they're not. Fuck you, they're not. Children cry. They tell you when things are wrong. Dogs do not. You have to diagnose this shit yourself and figure it out. And then take them to the vet and then pay a fucked up bill for the vet. Your doctor is in charge of the same shit that they're doing for the fucking dogs. Fuck you. If anything, dogs are harder than babies because dogs grow up. And when your dog's 13, your dog might not be talking back and stealing your car and drinking your booze. But the dog's old and getting hurt and you don't know what the fuck is wrong with it. The doctor can't figure what's wrong with it. And the option of euthanization is there. You can't euthanize your child. Can you? Kevorkian. And those of you who don't know who Kevorkian is, Google that shit. Real world stuff. So, it's a fucked up venture of traveling and trying to be happy and everything's merry and you're supposed to be having a great old time and Christmas is wonderful and it's a wonderful story. By the way, that movie too is not a fucking fun movie. That's a fucked up movie if you look at it in the real world. Take the holiday context out of it. That's a fucked up movie. Put that bitch right after Schindler's List and you're crying for a week. Just saying, there's some similarities there that are depressing as fuck. You get happy, but it's depressing as fuck. So, now you've got your plans down. You are set. You are going to see everyone in one day because you don't have enough PTO for the whole thing. And with this year's holiday, I, I gotta say fucking Christmas because it's Christmas. And everyone gets Christmas off. You don't get Jewish holidays off. You don't get Yom Kippur. You don't get Passover. You don't get uh, Hanukkah off, which would be fucking great because we'd be closed for a majority of the time and paid for it, which is fucking awesome. Cool with that. Pay me not to go to work. Your idea, not mine. Cool. I'm okay with that. But now you put Christmas on a Tuesday. And when you look at it from the front set, you're like, that's pretty fucking cool. Because if you're like most companies, you get Christmas Eve off. That means at the very, very least, pff, four days off. Paid two days. You don't have to go to work. That's bitching. Tell you realize in the back end. Fuck me. I have to go to work the day after Christmas. And if you travel and you didn't request off the rest of the week or you didn't request off that day, that's a fuck ton of work. That's a fuck ton of travel and extra things that you didn't plan on having to have to do. So now, if you are like me and you're looking to travel to try to see everyone in one day, that means you're going to spend two-thirds of your day in a car and you're going to have to orchestrate how to get from point A to point B in a timely manner. Look at maps on your phone, of course, because no one actually has foldable paper maps. Ship. By the way, it's still legal to hold that shit up while you're driving. 
but it's illegal to hold your phone up to look at MapQuest. Wait, no one has MapQuest. What's it called? Google Maps. That's what I mean, Google Maps, not MapQuest. Oh, MapQuest days are awesome. But yeah, so now you're looking at ways trying to get around traffic that's going to be everywhere so that by the time you get to point B, you have even less time than you initially planned for. So now you got to boom, 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 boom. Let's get presents. Let's get hugs. Let's get pictures. Let's get food. Let's get drinks. All done. Good thumbs up. Got to go to point C now. Now you got to find out how the one, two, or three ways to get there, which one's going to be the quickest because sometimes the longest way is the quickest way because people taking shortcuts and fucked up and crashed and wrecked and burned. And now you've got to figure all this out. And so you pack things up and you get back in your car and broop, you're off. You're off to point C. Then you remember, fuck, I don't have kids. But I got dogs. Yeah, I got dogs. Fuck. I can't leave dogs home alone all day. I have to now find someone who's going to be home to come over to feed my dogs, let my dogs out, because I'm not an asshole. I'm not going to leave them out all day to bark and piss and moan at everyone else. And I'm not going to leave the door open because... People are fucking assholes and breaking your house. They say there's no cars there and it's fucking a holiday. So they assume no one's going to be there. Let's just break into your fucking house. My dogs will mull the fuck out of you. My alarms will sound and I will home on the fuck out of my house. So you will get a paint can to the face, but still I'm not leaving my dogs alone. So now I've got to orchestrate someone to be at my house, let my dogs out to feed them, to walk them, to play with them, to make them feel comforted because my dogs are my children. And I want to make sure that my dogs are feeling loved and comforted and not abandoned. Do you leave your kids at home alone and have to have someone come and watch them for the holidays? Oh, you can't leave your kids home alone. Oh shit. Oh, and there's no one to babysit your kids on the holidays so you can leave them home alone so you can drive and travel around all their places and outward and oh oh you have to pack them up with you and go with you oh so you can stay longer you guys see what i'm getting at you see how this works out how how dogs and pets are actually probably more work than children you bring your problems with you i leave mine at home and have to have someone deal with them if you don't like that shoot me an email at the rant with hermanjames at gmail.com. Love to hear what you have to say. I will have no problem reading your emails on the air as well. We can have a good discussion. Hell, I'll even call you. We can discuss this on the air. Whatever you want to do, go to thehermanjames.com, shoot me a message, or like I said, the rant with hermanjames at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. We'll have a good time with this one. And again, I'm drinking the uh, beautiful things. By the Burning Barrel Brewing Company here in Sacramento. Check these guys out. Awesome company. I'm not getting paid for any of this. I just like beer. I got a full keg of Corona in my garage. That's right, Corona. Say what you want to say about Corona. Shoot the same emails, the same comments. At the same addresses. Talk to you about Corona in a minute because I love me some Corona. So I got a keg of it. Just had a holiday party. Love that shit. We talked about it for an hour. Good times. So now you've got... All this traveling you got to get done. You got to get to point A to point B to point C to point D. And then you got to get back home because you have to work the next day. Now, how the fuck do you deal with this traffic? You can't. There's nothing you can do about it. Waze was a nice pocket gadget to have 
few years ago when not everyone knew about Waze and Google didn't buy Waze and make it public and all this bullshit to everyone else. It's like when those underground bands, once they become public, they're no longer cool for you anymore. Fuck that. I'm all about it. Waze is the shit. Not everyone is using Waze, so you can still get around things. And even if not, you can prep up beforehand. I'm like, all right, well, in 45 miles, the traffic is dead stop. There's an accident. Let me see if I can have a workaround. And you can figure it out. Other people are doing the same thing, but you can still get around the fucking accident or it's dead stopped. But traffic is a bitch. And even still, if you are not going to drive somewhere, you're going to fly somewhere, you're still fucked because you still have to get to the airport. Now, whether you're taking an Uber, Lyft, your fucking friend's minivan or whoever the fuck is going to take you to the airport or you're going to be there. The gas to get there is going to be more expensive. So the car rides are going to be more expensive because the holiday and they fuck you over in that. And it's the winter. So it's winterized gas. Fuck you, you dicks. We have enough gas and bullshit. Why well, got to read most every time, especially in California. It's because it's for the environment and it's more healthy for everything. Fuck you. It's the same shit. It ain't going to matter. But they're jacking the gas prices up. They're jacking the plane tickets up. They're jacking the hotel prices up. And it's fucked up. Because you would think if people are going to travel on those days, you know it would work better and sell you out quicker. Sell them at a regular price. And then you reserve like 10% tickets for those last minute individuals that didn't think ahead. You jack those motherfuckers sky high. That's the supply and demand, but you can sell it quick and you can charge deposit on things to make sure you have it. That, that's how it worked in my head. That's better than me scheduling to fly out in three years to go to New York and be there for Christmas, Christmas uh, Eve, and then stay at the New Year and then pay exorbitant amounts of money for those three days, three years in advance. Like, it's, it's bullshit. What if you're Jewish? You don't even fucking celebrate New uh, Not New Year's. We all celebrate New Year's. Jews love the New Year. Uh, Christmas. Now you're paying Christmas rate and you're Jewish. You're going to celebrate that shit. Jesus was a Jew and he wasn't even born on Christmas Day. Yeah. Put that to your head and smoke it. So now you're dealing with your PTO, your pre-planning, increased prices for gasoline, hotels, airfares, and everything else to deal with traveling. Now you've got traffic. And now because you are working the day after Christmas, you have a truncated amount of time you can do shit and be with family and be with friends and actually enjoy the holiday, which everyone says you're supposed to do. Everyone that's staying home, they're not traveling. So everything's done. You've settled all this bullshit of traveling and how you're getting there and whatnot. You paid for everything and just come to the realization and the understanding that this is what you have to do. It is what it is. Do what you gotta do. Be what you gotta be. But now it comes to the idea of presence. Did you bring presents? Did you have to bring presents? Who do you have to buy presents for? Are they buying presents for you? Is there a price limit on these presents? Was there a price range you're supposed to do for these presents? Was there a list people were asking to get things off of? Why are adults using lists? We're not fucking children. Where did the originality and listening and understanding go? How come that's all changed? Now, 
Are they going to buy you a more expensive gift or more gifts than you're going to buy them? Are you going to buy them more gifts or more expensive gifts than they're getting you? Are you supposed to say something to them if you got them something more expensive and they didn't get you something as expensive? Are you supposed to say something if the situation is reversed? This is the whole process that goes through my head for gift giving. It's why I like gifts. I don't like opening things in front of people. I don't know what they're thinking, if they're thinking like I'm thinking, or how this is going to come across when other people open their gift. Now, I like giving people gifts. I love it. It's a good thing, and I like making people happy in that regard. Gifts you want, gifts you didn't know you wanted, or surprising you and giving you something out of this world. I'm also a giant child. I like giving people gifts and dope gifts and toys. Because why not? I don't see why not. I mean, I gave the girl, I gave her dad an RC boat. Because the guy likes boats. Loves boating. Has tons of boats. But sometimes it's too cold to go boating. I got a pool. Why not race an RC boat in the pool? Logic in my head thinks it's a fucking great idea. People told me I was a fucking idiot and a child. He loved it. Had a fucking blast with it. Everybody else. Everyone wanted to do the same thing the same fucking toy. Adults love toys too. Doesn't make us any different or better or worse than children. Just like fucking toys. I keep two Nerf guns in my desk at work. And people think I'm a giant child. Yet these motherfuckers come to my desk, pull out these Nerf guns, and start shooting people across the office. But I'm the child that brought them to work. And house them. I'm a giant child. I get that. I like to have fun. Life is too short not to have fun. As much fun as you can have in this world. I have to be serious way too much for way too long. And that drains me. It drains everybody. And it's just not the best thing in the world. We all look at children and we all want to think, oh, I wish I was able to be that happy. Why not? Why aren't you? Why can't you do that? Why can't you go to a park and swing on a swing set? Why can't you buy your significant other a Nerf gun? And you get a Nerf gun. You have a Nerf war in your house. Try that. Try that this year. See what happens. I promise you, there will be no unhappy people because even if your significant other thinks you're an idiot for buying it, they're going to load that bitch and shoot you with it. And you're going to shoot them with it or your own and turn out to be a really fun time. It's stupid, dumb things like that. And gift giving in for the holidays. That's what I enjoy. I enjoy those parts of it. I hate the travel. I hate the planning. I hate the office politics. I hate the real politics that are going on with it right now in the media. I hate all the real world things about everything for the holidays and for Christmas. But I love that little child inside of me and inside of everyone else that comes out when you do it. When you see a lit Christmas tree, when you drive down the street or the freeway, wherever you're going, and you see these great big houses and buildings lit up with Christmas lights and snowmen in California where it never fucking snows because I live in a fucking desert in a valley. And those things are what I enjoy the most about it. I don't enjoy the travel. I don't enjoy the family bickering. I don't enjoy 
the family belittling. I don't enjoy the one-upsmanship, and as competitive as I am, it's just not fun for me to travel all day, every day, to just have to compete some more to travel later on. Let's be kids. If we can take holidays and be a child in the holiday every year, that's great. Yeah, you have to be a parent sometimes and hide the Easter eggs and you have to hide the present and stuff the stockings and do that kind of stuff. And I understand that and I get that. And you get the joy out of kids opening up their gifts or like me when your significant other opens up the gifts and it's not so much you opening gift because it's just not your thing. But what happens when you get exactly what you wanted? You didn't ask for that. Someone listened to you and they heard you or they knew that something would be good for you because of you know, the issues you've had with whatever it might have been, whether it's cooking or car trouble or home improvements, whatever it might be, someone heard you, listened to you. They got you something without you having to fucking have a list for it because they know you, they listen to you, and that's what you want to have for it. And the people that traveled, you know, two, three, four hundred miles or thousands of miles to be with you, do they really need to bring you a gift? Is that really required? They fucking came a huge, huge distance to be with you and spend time with you and money out of their pocket to do it. If my family from the East Coast decide to fly out to me on the West Coast for a holiday or birthday, I wouldn't ask for anything because that's just expensive. They're here now. They can stay with me for free. I'll cook for them. We'll have a great time together. And that, to me, means more than any tangible material item that they can buy for me that can break or break down or whatever. If I want something to hold on to, I'll take pictures and print them out on my computer because I don't pay to develop pictures either. Never owned a camera in my life. And cell phones don't count. And this part of the broadcast is brought to you by TheHermanJames.com. TheHermanJames.com houses all of the recent and past podcasts from The Rant with Herman James and a friend, and also houses all the products that we use and advertise and would like you to use. So if you know someone that is looking to start podcasting, recording, or even just doing some video gaming, Hit up thehermanjames.com, check out the products tab, and see what we have to offer for you, your family, and friends. Thehermanjames.com, the one-stop shop for podcasting and recording equipment. And, of course, check out the past episodes of The Rant with Herman James and Friends. So, the gifts. And I've got a podcast episode coming up in the next few days here regarding gifts and etiquettes and the questions and the bullshit. So I'll go more in depth to this idea in particular. And it's separate from the idea that we talked about last week about holiday party gift giving and that kind of idea because these are gifts you actually care about. But the gifts that you are now bringing with you or supposed to bring with you or are you supposed to bring them with you? How... Adulting is not easy, and there was no class for this. I get that. But so now we're looking at the idea and the 
proposition that you've got to bring gifts for everyone that you're going to go see. Or do you? Are they getting gifts for you? Do we know? Did we talk about this beforehand? How's this going to work? So, to harp back on a comment I just made, and that is, if you're traveling across the country or from a long distance and paying for that travel, that should be expected that that's your gift. Your presence is your present. That should be that way. That should be unanimous. And if you want to go above and beyond, far be it for you to do so, but that should not be expected of you or by you or from anyone else toward you. That's not fair. That's not okay. That's not how this works. And if you are expected to do that, then someone else can pay for your travel. Wouldn't that be a an equal, a compensatory idea to that? Okay, so you're requiring me to be with my family. Well, there's five of you, and there's one of me. All five of you are going to be there, and the one of me is going to be here, but the one of me is going to go to the five of you because the five of you to come to me is more expensive. But for me to pay to get to the five of you and then pay for presents for all five of you, that's a lot more expensive for me. So there, there's got to be a, a nice understanding of how that's going to work and how that's going to be because that's not fair. And it's not okay to expect someone to travel far and all over the place and expect to bring you presents. And in that regard, who are you required to bring presents for? Because what if you have a niece, nephew, goddaughter, granddaughter, whatever you want to call it, children in the mix? They don't understand how money works. They don't care how money works. I think you should knuckle up and suck that one up and bring some shit for the kids. Kids don't know. Kids don't care. Kids want to see you, yes, but kids don't even know what the holiday really is supposed to be about. And honestly, do you? I mean, honestly, do you? How many times a year do you bullshit and talk about and bitch about how you got to buy presents and... This part of the year is the most expensive part of the year for me because I get it. Commercial holiday, Hallmark holiday, blah, 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 blah. Fuck off. You're saying that shit and you're going to be the same fucking person that when Aunt Susie doesn't buy you something, you're going to fucking pitch a fucking fit because she didn't get you shit and you got her a knitted cap. Fuck off. You don't get a bitch about hallmark holidays and you know this is making money for big business yet you leave at three o'clock on thanksgiving to get a fucking deal to get mind numbing mind numbing which is gonna make me take a sip of this beautiful things i do that because you can't see me drink it so Gotta slurp it so you can hear me drink it. But that's kind of the idea where it comes to. And the separate idea comes to, okay, the children of family, you get things for. And this is a fuck ton of children. Then you just bring a bag of candy. Like, I'm cool with that. I don't have kids. But I would totally bring bags of candies for kids that are mine. Fuck it. Do it up, kids. Hit that shit like a pinata. Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. I don't even care. Don't even 
care. Not my problem. But what if you're going to like a Friendsgiving? What if you're going to a friend's house across the country or some accent? And you have been friends with this person for decades or since college or something. And you were friends when your friend was a hoe bag in college and used to bang everyone and everything. And now your friend is wifed up or husband up. Do you still like girls that are like married that you're best friends? Is it still like wifed up if they're, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that works either. I've only heard wifed up. I don't, I've never heard the husbanded up, husbanded, husband, whatever you want to call that one. I, I, no idea. Fuck it. They're all wifed up. She's the wife. Done. So now you've got your friend who was hooking up with people in college. Now has got a kid and a significant other that they're married to. You don't really know the significant other or the child, but you got some dirt and you did some dirt with that friend. Do you have to buy everybody something? Is that like a requirement? Are you supposed to? Because bet me, you buy three gifts that are going to equate for a certain dollar amount. Bet me that you are getting equal amount back or even three gifts back. Like, does that put more out of the person going to see the friend with family out of the way, out of pocket? Like, that is extend their cost to value and they go there and they get a fucking fruitcake yeah that's another thing that really weirds me out like and again this gift giving idea and the premise of everything that kind of goes along with that the who's wins house how much is and agreements non-agreements bullshit like that that's coming up here in the next few days and you'll see that on itunes and spotify stitcher it's also gonna be on soundcloud i post all these live on facebook as well as on twitter because instagram i haven't figured this out yet I haven't I just tried. I have not got it down yet, but I'll get there. But that's where it comes to. Like, how do you justify all this shit? And all of this thought process has to come into brain way before the holiday. And therefore, the holiday itself is supposed to be this big happy joyous occasion with everybody but if you're stressed out beforehand and you're stressed out during the real holiday is the after that whole december 26th for christmas because now it's done you've made it out alive hopefully and you're hopefully back home or you're wherever you're at now, relatives, friends, hotels, brothels, wherever you might be. By the way, I haven't done it yet, but a titty bar the day after Christmas either has to be the most depressing or the happiest place on earth. If you know about that, hit me up. Let me know. Now I kind of want to hear about what's going on in that area. Not that I've ever been there. I just like to help support single moms and Women trying to make their way through college. Yeah. But 
the day after Christmas, that's the holiday because it's no more stress, no more muss, no more fuss. Now, if you have to hustle your ass back home because you have to work on the 27th, that's less stress. And we all know if you've been there and you've done that, that's less stress because you don't have to worry about other people's bullshit. Worst case scenario, you're late for work or you have to call in one more day of PTO or if you work in a hospitality industry or you're an hourly employee, that sucks because you're out another day's pay and you could possibly get fired because you didn't show up for work. That sucks. It's hard and I get that. But take that fear, take the animosity, put it into working the day after Christmas and now do all that big ass stress test you just did of all of your family, friends, in-laws, and everything else, and hustle your happy ass back home and try to be back at home at some ungodly hour, Christmas night, the day after Christmas morning, whatever it might be, three, four, five, six o'clock in the morning, and then go to the work the next day. 8 a.m. Rising up, getting to work, and trying to put forth your best foot. Tell me how happy you're feeling at that moment after doing all the bullshit you just had to do and all the bullshit you had to deal with before you got there. Just do all of that to spend your entire paid vacation time or time off of work to relax. You stress the fuck out at to just go back to work and have work stress. And work stress doesn't have to be a big fucking deal, but when you're at that job at a minimum of, you know, what, four hours a day if you're hospitality And it's nine hours a day if you are a salaried employee. It's a long time to sit there and be like, this fucking sucks. Rather be home, sleeping, masturbating, watching porn. Day after Christmas in the strip club is a big day for people. I don't know. I don't know. Might be. Might have to check that one out. I did take that day off. Yeah, but that's that's the complex and the idea and the mentality behind stressful holidays and the travel that comes forth with you having to travel. If you're to stay home and not do shit, I get that there is a different context to stress for it. Cleaning house pre people getting there, getting everything done while people are showing up and cooking and hosting and blah, 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 and then clean up after. Well, fuck it. I do this all the time. I host tons of things and I do it because I don't have to travel for it and I really enjoy the non travel and I sacrifice the cleanup and the hosting and the out of pocket cost in my house to do that versus having to deal with stressful travel. And I understand that. For holidays, I don't. I travel everywhere. But for other events that I host, like my own Christmas parties, I prefer that. And after almost a decade of doing it, people expect it, which is nice. I really enjoy it. We have a good time doing it. Sometimes there's drama. Sometimes there's not. Either way, there's a story to tell every year, and it's fun. And I enjoy it because I don't have to go anywhere to do it. And people are welcome in my home, and they can stay, and it's a local thing, and it's what we do. But traveling hundreds of miles, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of miles in a day, it's it's painful, it's exhausting, it's tiring. And you stop at one location, you breathe, and you realize, okay, cool. I'll be here for the next three hours, then I gotta do this all over again. 
And it's... If you love everyone and you enjoy what you're doing, I understand that it's worth it. And even if you just kind of like them a little bit and you have to kind of do it and you enjoy being there, I get it. It's still kind of worth it. But it's hard. It's stressful. And I think people don't understand that, that don't do it all the time. And those who do it on a regular basis feel a little bit neglected in the understanding of it's a process. It's not just one day. It is weeks of preparation, mental preparation, just to be able to get there and do it. And if you haven't gone to location before, then it's a worry of how you're going to get there and how you're going to be there. And is there tolls? Do you have cash in your fucking wallet, in your car? Do you have a fast track? It, it's an experience to do. It's good and bad, and it, it is what it is. It's not that it's one way or the other, but everyone has to understand how this works. And the fact that you have so many outliers in these factors that others that stay home or that are close to the event or occasion don't understand because they didn't have to go nearly as far as those who travel from out of town or out of state or out of country had to do because it's a fucking process and it's not easy and it's not fun and you have to be on point at all time while the people that were in town or local just drive across what the city bridge or have to go 10 miles to be there. And even that's a heartache for them. Blah, 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 blah. The 30 minutes took them to get there. And now they're drinking eggnog with brandy, which doesn't sound good, by the way. I love me some eggnog, but I don't like me some brandy. So I don't want to mix the two together. But so now you're hanging out, drinking, having a great time because that's the only location you're going to. You've shown up after four hours of travel. You get to stay for two hours, three hours. Then do another four to six hours of travel to stay for another two to three hours, do another four hours of travel to get back home. It's fucking exhausting. Happy holidays to those who don't do it. And for those who do it, keep that flask with you. Just keep keep it there. You gotta do a shot because there's no fucking way that you can do this without fucking doing some sort of mental relief. Holiday travel sucks. It's not fun. There's nothing great about it. There's no good adventures to be had on the road while you're stressed out about getting from point A to point B. The preparation for it's fucking exhausting. You have to do shit months in advance. You have to request PTO. You have to sign through the days off if you're an hourly employee. You have to juxtaposition yourself against those fuckers who say their kids are more important to their life than you are to your own life and try to validate that bullshit going on. Then, once you've figured out that you can get the fucking time off, you have to figure out, are you fucking bringing gifts? Do you have to bring gifts to the... Do you have to fucking pack them in a bag that now you have to pay an additional fucking charge because you have to check two bags in to a fucking airline who's charging you $80 a fucking bag to check them and your carry-on? Do you have to pay to fucking travel to and from the airport and then travel to the fucking location you're getting to? That's fucking expensive. You're paying holiday pricing for all this bullshit your family's requiring you to get to or your friends are requiring you to go to. It's a bunch of goddamn shit. And then it'll be the goddamn presents with you. This is fucked up. You have to pay the increased prices for the gas to get there, the flights to get there, the baggage fees to get there. And then if you're staying in a hotel room, that's jacked up too. Now, 
you've got there, you've arrived at the location where you're supposed to be at. Now, if you flew there, are you staying there? Did you rent a fucking car? Do you have to fucking drive around and go see everyone else in the goddamn town? If you fucking drove there from your own location, do you have to stay there for a short amount of time and drive somewhere else? Do you have to see other fucking people be at numerous different locations in a short amount of time? Because the people that are hosting don't. And they don't give a fuck. But you have to figure this shit out. So you're there. Now you're gift giving. Oh shit. Now the gifts are the equal, better, lesser? What the fuck did you do with that? Were you supposed to bring a gift? You just paid fucking three grand for fucking tickets and a car and hotel. And now they want you to fucking buy a gift? Seriously? Because now you have to fucking haul ass back. Same night or next day because you have to be at fucking work in the morning. And they don't. Maybe they do. But you know what? They don't have to fucking fly 3,000 miles or travel three to five hundred miles to the next location or your own house just to fucking settle up at home to go to work the next morning. Fucking holiday travel is a bitch. People don't know how to drive. They don't know how to fucking be normal people in the general public. There's no common courtesy and there's no niceties to anything. You can't merge because people want to fucking ride the car in front of them. You can't talk to anyone in an airport because now you're a fucking hostile person and now shit's gonna go fucking weird now you're getting that fucking naked pat down in the back yeah by some big fucking fat dude that's never seen anybody except for porn what do you do with this do you not travel and piss everyone off or do you travel to make everyone else happy so you're unhappy by the time you get home and the day after the fucking holiday is when you can relax and think fuck the holidays hate the holidays do you hate the holidays? Do you hate the travel? If you have to travel all the time, why don't people have to travel to you ever? There's a give and a fucking take. And holiday travel is a fucked up thing in the world. You want to talk about Hallmark holidays and holiday bullshit for buying stuff? What about holiday traffic? What about holiday airport layovers? You should be prepped for this. You should be doing this. It happens every fucking year. If you know that going north versus going south is going to be more congested one open more fucking lanes or switch it around you know it's gonna do this because you don't care you don't give a fuck there's just companies taking your money and charging you more to sit on their fucking high horse and do what they want to do holiday travel is the biggest fuck you of all time if you have to travel and you have to do it take a flask Take a joint, get some CBD, do what you gotta do, but get through that shit with a peace of mind knowing you're gonna do it anyway, and you're probably gonna do it next year and the year after. And apparently the only way to get out of it is to fucking pop a kid out. Because people don't think your dogs and cats are fucking worth having near as much as children, and they're not gonna travel for them. And those who do, thumbs up to you. Those who don't, fuck you to you. Well, that's all time we've got for this episode. I want to thank you for tuning in and I want to thank you for subscribing and sharing this to all of your friends, family, haters, and everyone else that goes against you, for you, with you. Whatever you do, I appreciate everyone that's sharing this podcast and all of their own social medias and commenting and leaving us reviews. Without you guys, I wouldn't be able to continue to be able to do this. I also want to have everyone go check out 
the No Phony Network. There's tons of great podcasts on there. It's at nophonynetwork.com. Anything you want to listen to on anything, whether it's going to be some punk music with the bands that are playing on there, the 390. You've also got the Politics for Dummies. You've got some fantasy sports guides. You've got storytellers. You've got everything. It's a good website to go to or check them out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. They're everywhere. Shit. I find them on MySpace too. I'm on MySpace still. We're all there. I also want to give a shout out to my friends on the East Coast, the Shots for Likes podcast, shotsforlikes.com. Those guys are great. And our silent partner today was the Sacktown Buds. Check out Sacktown Buds on Instagram or on Facebook forward slash Sacktown Bud. Uh, Really cool product, really cool stuff. Check them out. Want some CBD gifts? They can hook you up. Can't wait to be in your ears next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing. Happy holidays.